Good afternoon, good evening, good morning, or whenever you listen to this, this is the Coffee and Adrenaline Podcast with me, Yasin Barnes. I'm Shadli Tessa. I'm still Saeed. Brad, one name, always. Ronaldinho, boys. Bono. Sure. <laughs> Other examples of one names. <laughs> they're, they're taking this fame thing too, literally, now. They think they're special. So, what's happening the last week? I'm just going to say, I've been playing Spider-Man and the game is buffock. Yeah, like don't I've, It's, I've had... I haven't had so much fun in the game in a long time that every part is just enjoyable. It feels like I, it feels like I am Spider-Man and, and easy to pick up and play because like, I'm not a, I'll say intense person, like an intense gamer. So if I can learn it, then I sure most can. And also the swinging, it's like, it's got a rhythm to it. Like you must swing and let go. It feels like when Spider-Man had to learn how to do it, that's how you must also learn how to do it. That's a good point, John. I never actually thought of it that way. That is actually yeah. like really. Where you're like, oh, it's that point you must catch to swing. And then you must let go at this point to go for that. Then you must do it. And I was just like, they, they got it right. I, I, and I know I'm also late. How old is the game now? 2018? Yeah, 2019? Yeah. Somewhere around yeah. Quite old. <laughs> yeah. Um, with that said though, my TikTok algorithm is now coming with all the GTA 6 stuff and it's all it's all like fake stuff and it's bothering me because I'm just like you're wasting my time like I can't trust yeah. anything that they're talking about GTA 6 it's, and I don't know if there is new leaks coming out or new stories no, or I'm just, there's, there's nothing nah, I, I think they, they are waiting to drop like a first trailer like a first look and give you like a proper idea of like the scale and scope of what the game is going to be they did that with Red Dead Redemption 2 like yeah. it just came out of nowhere they were like Here's the game. I'd rather do that. Don't get my hopes up. I don't but need now trailers. there's so many people posting fake spoilers and things, and you're like, guy, these leaks are not real. You are just making and I saw up. like a uh, like a fake rumor. I don't know. That's, there's no source for it. Somebody was saying the game GTA Six is gonna be like 150 dollars or something when it comes out. No, that's so also... people are like saying like if they give a game of that quality, they'll they'll pay it. I'm like, well, you don't agree. No, you I even. What's what's hundred fifty dollars? What's that in like rent? Three grand. Yeah, mm, it, it wouldn't like be dub, because like double the price. games are like regulated. The prices yeah. are regulated, so like seventy dollars is like the yeah. mandated price. Yeah, but then that's why I was confused. Why the people were running with it like it's like it's like it's like it's a fact. It's people who are like just clinging to whatever they can. You're probably gonna have to buy a drive for that GTA. I think it's gonna come on a hard drive. <laughs> Other problems, and then have you guys played new games this week? I haven't played anything. Oh, what are you new. busy playing? Are you playing anything? I'm still busy with Skyrim. Like every day after work for a couple of hours, well, not a, like an hour or two, I'll, I'll pop on and Skyrim and I, I'm loving it. I really, really am. And I, th- I said it in last week's episode like, I want to get as much Skyrim in as possible before Starfield. Because yeah. once Starfield's out, I'm not going to be switching between the two of them. It, yeah, no, like it, it's impossible. It looks like, it looks like Starfield is that next evolution from like Skyrim. Exactly. So is- not only will it like date Skyrim a bit, and you know what I mean? Like I'm yes. gonna I'm gonna go from playing Starfield and I can do whatever I want to go to Skyrim where you can it's, do a lot of stuff, but it's limited now. Like it's gonna be that yeah. it's looking back. It's going back to PlayStation One. Exactly. But <laughs> but they're also they're also both gonna well, I'm assuming Starfield, obviously, but they're both such time consuming games that I won't yeah. be able to switch between both. So I'm trying to get as much Skyrim in before Starfield comes out, because I'm probably gonna have to uninstall it to let it fit on my this Xbox in, in full anyway. So yeah. And then, um, anything else? Nah, I haven't been playing anything new. Yet. Um, I've just been playing Marvel, Marvel Snap. Yeah. yeah, Marvel Snap released the proper PC client. PC, PC client, yeah, where it's on Steam now and it's like proper widescreen. Because first, 
it used to basically be like mobile <laughs> mobile something. screen on so your some computer people were like turning their monitors to play it but now it looks Netflix. nice like there's free stuff uh, they're giving away it's really good it's and like a really yeah, good yeah last night i also downloaded quake 3 again just to play a bit and it's still the best still stands still the best game um, i'm happy for you enjoyed it <laughs> played like half an hour yesterday it was slicker uh did you find people to play with i played bots i did i didn't even want to try i just played bots on my favorite map Sometimes bots um, are nice. You no, just you go have control liquor. over the thing, and you don't have a child yeah. swearing at you. It was nice. yeah. It was nice also to like see like I could see the muscle memory coming back mm. from playing the games. Like okay, like near the end of the first game, I had my timings right with my rocket launcher and stuff, and like I could I I could remember the sounds and what the sounds meant in the game and stuff. And the it PTSD was, was coming. Sure, yes. <laughs> it was the best. Reliving the, the memories. It's like oh no. Got one shot did by the rail <laughs> yeah. on the map. Yeah, yeah. No. this was the best. Yeah, I watched Blue Beetle yesterday. I enjoyed it. It didn't do anything like new with superhero movies, but it also didn't try to. Okay, which I appreciate. Like it was like it felt like a low stakes, you know, like yeah, it is where, what it is. Yeah, it felt of. like a. It's like it feels to me like the kind of movie I would watch again, like in a few years time. I'll be like, yo, you know, I have list to watch Blue Beetle. Um, How was the the I'll say the comedy because it looked like it had a like a, a yeah I I for me like I I enjoyed it but that George Lopez in yeah, it yeah. I love George Lopez like I was mainly watching it for him <laughs> and for um, Sholo from uh, Cobra Kai yeah but mainly George Lopez because I I just I can't oh, explain sitting, why I love George Lopez so much I think that's the first movie of James Gunn's universe yeah, I think they're trying to tie it and it's cool because. At one point, he was he he just came from studying. He came from law school, so then he went to like Gotham Law, and they mention oh. they mention like um, the Flash in the in the movie, and they mention um, Batman obviously, and they mention Superman as well. So they already put those seeds there also. And there's there's two there's two um, like there's a mid credits and a post credits, and they kind of set up where they can go further from there. But no spoilers, obviously. Are they? <laughs> are they making the movies more like like Marvel now? Because it feels like that though. You know that thing of like when I watched it, I was like, this feels like a Marvel. It doesn't feel like a DC movie. Like the 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 shininess, the pop of it, the the humor parts. I go, this mm-hmm. feels like a what they should have been doing. Yeah, it also all seems like time. they've they've upped the saturation on the when they edit it because it's <laughs> they're getting more and more colorful, which is which is good. Yeah, yeah, yo, DC yeah it's it, it looked it looked nicer. Like I didn't watch it in IMAX, but. I don't feel like I didn't. I didn't think I needed to, but it looked nicer. It also, I just had a personality like the movie because mm. they've leaned a lot into like his his, his heritage and his culture, I guess. So it was cool. Sometimes like the social commentary felt a bit like heavy-handed, but yeah. <laughs> like I appreciate him for for for, like, for for making the statements, I guess. Yeah, yeah. So like I would definitely say Out watch it. Like, solid seven. Okay, no, that's like, not bad. That's worth like it's worth watching. Like, and if that's the kind of direction that they're gonna move in, where movies have like personality, you know, like like with the Batman, for example, also like where they have their own personality and it's cool. Yeah, yeah. Can yeah. give it its own thing. Yeah, and, like let it live in its own world. I feel like the new new Marvel's movie series and movies are, have lost their personality. Also, like they it just have. it's just become like it's this thing that you must watch, and now it's the next thing you must yeah, watch. It's not it. like oh, this is a a piece of its own. Do, do you know? Do, do you know what I feel like? The problem is they've. It's it's always leading to this bigger thing, and they're always looking at yeah. like 
what it needs to be there yeah. rather than what it needs to be now. Which and, um, yeah, they got that so right for everything leading up to Endgame because yes. obviously they were building up to yeah, Endgame yeah. the whole time. Maybe not with the first Iron Man and Captain America, but they were always leading up to Endgame. But every well, ninety percent of the puzzle pieces leading up to Endgame were great. Yes. Whereas mm. now I, I literally could not give a shit. I, I've the, lost it completely. The problem is is like now it feels like you you watching just a piece of the puzzle. You're not yeah. getting like a whole thing that that exists on its own it's like there's this thing but it's tied to that and then that yeah but it's all in service to like this big project that's coming out so it's it becomes like a chore basically that's yeah, the problem. they really i think they need to get loki season two right or else people are going to revolt like when is that supposed to drop this year still at sometime soon i think i and think it might be october, october. Might be or November, like one of them. Yeah, ones. they have to get that right because people like Loki season liked Loki season one I on its own. It. Yeah, on its own, and I people, think people love really Loki well. as a character, obviously. Um, and yeah, it worked really well. It was a really good series. I think. I think it was the perfect way to like bring Kang into the universe without sort of mingling with with everybody else. Yeah. So it's like yeah. that should have been the thing that explains what's going on behind the scenes and then just let everything else just live yeah. in its own sort of stand like um contained little story. Yeah. So and now we start with the actual topic of the episode, Pokemon and all that it has done for the world given and taken from all of us. Because I feel like it's been it's been in every part of my like critical growing phase. Pokemon has come back for it. Like they you know, like, yeah. they were there for like the growing, they were there for the yeah, every part of it the they teenage were there. years, it was just there. Do you know it's wild, no? I, I, like growing up, you always like your parents always face, now nah, this is a phase, it's a fad, it'll pass. And it's like Pokemon just like outlived all of that. It's like I'm still here and I'm still popular and there's nothing you can do about it. But they it. also just gave us something new at every point. Every yeah. time it like faded, they were like, you know you loved it. Yeah. You know you loved it. Yeah. Here's a new piece. Here's a new piece. So where, what was your guys' start or your first point of meeting Pokemon? Um, so mine was, I mean, I think like maybe all of us would be, maybe not the baby over here but um <laughs> mine was just like when when it first launched in in south africa with a cartoon yeah with the anime um, yeah that that was when it first started and then i just naturally gravitated towards the the cards and everything like that yeah, but yeah. the starting point was the show um did i just I think, think of i, th- I think I, I got the game first actually did you get the game first? the game i got on the emulator because it was on a game boy emulator that i got it from tofik uh, of Charlotte course, <laughs> and then um, yeah, and it was one of the. It was I think the first RPG. Is it an RPG? Yeah, yeah, I'd call it an RPG. So it was the first RPG game that I played. Also, that it just like, felt like it's a long game, and you must pace yourself, and you must just collect and grind and proper mind the game. I was gonna say, like, I also think it was like the series first. Um, no man. For for me, it was like at least like the was series. it the cards before the series? No, in, I think in Japan they kind of launched simultaneously. But but yeah, I think it was so like the series launched yeah. and then they like launched the cards mm. and like the game started like to. Like, I guess it was more or less mainstream. the same time that mm. they launched yeah as well. But uh, for me, at least, I remember watching the the series first, yeah. and then that kind of 
leading me into the cards, but not like a year later, like the same relatively yeah, the same time. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, and like you say, watch the series and then. I don't remember like my life without Pokemon. That's like so I can't wild. think. Wait. I can't think of like what is the the earliest memory you, of Pokemon. You you were like, born in ninety five. Yeah, right? like I just I, know Pokemon. And I think Pokemon launched in like ninety five in Japan. Well, it yeah, did, yeah. In, in it was Japan. like ninety six worldwide, wasn't it, or something like that? Or was it? About, so it was about ninety eight, ninety nine. Yes, but I think in Japan it launched in ninety five. Like, uh, like that makes sense. Thing. So that you do, you only I don't know, know the world. I don't know Pokemon. That's wild. Wow. But the first, like the things that I remember first was uh, my cousin Clyde had um, Pokemon. I think like Blue that he had on his emulator that he had. And whenever we would like go visit or whatever, I would see him play it. And then I had to like nag him to give me the game. And then I played it. And then I remember also, like I, in my mind, that's happening at the same time as seeing yeah, the episodes yeah. on TV. Like I don't. Uh, I remember, I remember that I played the game first because the series would drop like, um, I think there was like a trailer before. They were like, oh, Pokemon's coming to TV. And by then I was like, I know most of the Pokemon. That's, uh, that's how I know I was playing uh, the game before. Before it got to TV, and so you were like, "Okay, nah, I know, I know, I know what yeah, this yeah, is." Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool to see. Like, and then also it was a time where SABC got it. The like, I think the Monday and ETV had it, like the Tuesday. Yes, I remember there was something. So they ridiculous. were playing the two episodes basically back to back on each other. Like the same episodes. Yeah, yeah. They were like competing. The with one the was like a, a episode, uh, like an episode behind, and then on like a Friday they had like two episodes on ETV. Yeah, it was like the weird rhythm with. It was when ETV was still very new as a channel, so they mm. were like chasing to get like they viewership doing, and stuff yeah. like that. But as a viewer, I just go, I'd watch all of it all the and time. There were, I think we spoke about this in one of our previous episodes, but Saturday mornings on ETV, there was five hours of Pokemon, four or five yes. hours of episode, Pokemon episodes back to back. It was like the omnibus. old omnibus. Yeah, like I think it was, maybe it was like that previous week's mm. daily episodes, just back to back on a Saturday morning. So good. Shadley, hit us with the Pokemon facts there. Okay, so. A series that started basically in 1995 is now the highest grossing media franchise. So that means from the games now, series, merchandise, trading cards, everything, highest grossing media franchise. Um, so first I want to say, like, can you guess what number two is? Like media franchise, one guess each. Mario. No. So wait, the franchise, so something like Disney won't count. Not not the whole of Disney. Okay. Mm. Yo, I would have also said I would have also thought Mario. To be honest with you, just because of longevity of how it's, yeah. it's been. It's not like a. It's not. Uh, it's not a game. Is it the game? Doesn't count. Uh, uh, it's not a game. I feel First like and foremost, Barbie. No, it's not a game. Okay. Do you want me to hit you with the facts? No, wait. I feel like it's. Okay, I was gonna say like it's gonna be something random, like Hello Kitty or something. No, it's not. It is random. It's Mickey Mouse and Friends is second, which has been around since 1928 and has <laughs> a value of estimated of $55 billion. Pokemon, they estimate because they don't have official numbers, is at $88 billion, but it could go up to like over $100 billion. And that's the only been around since 1995. Yo, that's so like Man. that is insane to think about like how it's yeah it's grown like it's it hasn't slowed down it's the biggest media franchise and like we can see it we interacted with the, the show we interacted with the card game you know we had Tezos as well and the fact that 
they like I'll say the game. If you play it on a computer, then it's basically um, pirated to an yeah. extent, right? It's yeah. you're not paying. It. Yeah, you're not paying for it. And despite piracy and all the fakeness and people making their own merch and all that other stuff, it's still that high of a of like a gross. Um, yeah, grosser. It's it's nuts. Like it's it's like. It's still, it, it, I circumvented piracy. So if you think, if piracy wasn't around, it would have been worth like. I also more. feel like in the early 2000s, piracy helped brands. No, it did. It definitely did. Yeah. Because I think it would have pushed people to go to the official yeah. merch to, to start supporting it. Also, if I think of there's so many like comedians in South Africa who became famous via piracy. Because <laughs> like, in, in the thing of the people, you'd make your money at shows, you'd make your money through the actual DVD. But again, you get your name on the streets via piracy. Yeah, I mean, I still remember, um, I, I forget his name now, the comedian who-, who I still remember, of, I forget his name. Yeah, so <laughs> I, remember the, I remember his routine. It was about uh, the kid wanting wheelie, uh, Heelys. Yes, uh, Wayne McKay. Yeah, Wayne McKay. Yeah. And, and I literally had that clip on my- and then I met him once at a gig and I'm just like, I had a video of you on my computer. And he's just like, everyone did, bro. Like, you're not special. That's but that's the thing. Funny. So I feel like the piracy got it to the people. And then the people were like, I love it so much. I'm going to buy the actual merch. So, because that's the thing when it came to, when the cards came out, we bought original cards and- And we, fake cards. <laughs> we bought the fake stuff, but we also stopped buying the fake stuff because we were like, no, no we want the I real want stuff. the real stuff. Yeah, no, that is yeah. true. So like the fake stuff you'd give to like small children, but as like people that play the cards, you go, no, I know what's real and I want it and I'm going to spend all my fucking <laughs> I'm money. Gonna spend- <laughs> I was going to say, I think I'm responsible for at least a billion of that 88 billion, which is just <laughs> on cards. cards. So then, yeah, so then it was the card game that came- yeah, it was the card game and then Tazos. Yeah, Tazos was like just in the mix. But I want to go back and just ask you, what was the first Pokemon game you played? Do you remember which red. one it was the red? Red. Because you blue. said blue. You blue, said blue. Yeah. I, I think mine was red as well, to be honest with you. But like I, I, as big of a Pokemon fan as I am, I never really got into the games. Okay. Like I, I would play it every now and then on an emulator and stuff like that. But... I kind of got. I, I kind of, <laughs> I'm a collector. Um, I kind of got not bo- boards, maybe not the right word, but like RPGs just aren't my my turn based RPGs just on my type of game. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so it's fun to walk around in the world of Pokemon and collect them and find them in the tall grass and stuff like that. But after a while, I got a bit bored. But so, also, yeah. fucking, the, um, those first few games are slow. They uh, slow. What's his name? That's the Weedles, Weedles, and Zubats. <laughs> <laughs> it Yo, was guys, the yeah. bane of my you Pokemon got, existence. If you, you go to my two steps, <gasps> two steps, <sighs> and you just like now, I, yeah, yeah, yeah you just so like much. in Mount Boon, and the Zubats are attacking you, and you just like, please, just leave me alone. And then they knock you out, and you're like, now you go back to that first Pokemon scene at the beginning, and you're like, oh, I gotta start this again. Oh no! But you see, the game being so slow no, is the reason I can only play it on an emulator mm. because so can speed I can it speed up. it up. Uh, like that's the only that's the only reason why like I don't think I could finish a game on on a DS or on a Switch because for me like it's just too slow. Like then, I, I can't handle it. Then it was the oh, yeah. Oh. No, I was just gonna say like, and it's a it, what's amazing to me is like the formula for the games hasn't changed that much. Much like it's only recently with Legends Arceus and Scarlet and Violet where it's become more like open world and. Not as heavy turn based. Um, 
that they've started like exploring new things, but it's always been like this heavy turn-based sort of thing. And it's just worked. People have just stuck to it, you know? And then what was your first um, of the starting three? Bulbasaur. And it's not my favorite one. The, you mean the first, as in the first one I always used to play? Yeah, who who, was it, who, who did you choose of the starting three? I always used to, used to choose uh, Squirtle in the beginning. But when I play now, I play with Char- I play with uh, Charmander. Charmander. Yeah, Charmander was always my starter just because I knew I would eventually get a Charizard. Like that, that's always my... Yeah. And especially in the beginning, it's quite a trap because you, you start uh, in the grass region. Yeah, so yeah. your fire Pokemon would just move all the grass Pokemon. But then when you get to like the electric gym leaders or the rock gym leaders, then you <laughs> bug it because then you haven't really... Yeah, because Brock was the first. Brock was like, first, yeah. That's and why. it's like he's rock and you're like... Did Brock beat fire? No, yeah. Uh, uh, fire's just fire's just weak against rock, mm, yeah. yeah. And then the, the second jump was misty and it was like water and you're like, yeah. <gasps> and that's the strongest one and now you must go up also. <laughs> I, I, I think for that reason, I I think, yeah, because I knew that it was Brock because I also had the bookie, you know, the bookie yeah. to, to the walkthrough. Then I knew like it's Brock and misty and I was like, if I choose, so I chose also Bulb, um, yeah, Bulbasaur. Because I felt like the, the grass could go further. It's an easier start into it's the game. It's an easier yeah. starter, but, but then later in the game, then you like, yeah, then you the grass is, is bad. Yeah, then grass yeah, struggles. When you go up against the fire gym leader. And you're like, ah, I don't, Blaine, I don't have the means. Blaine not absolutely have the destroys you. Yeah. Then, um, yeah, so then we went into the cards. Yeah, the card game. I remember we used to play the card game, Stadium <laughs> on Main, on a Saturday. It was a thing of joy. I think that was that was like my first introduction to like like trading card games and like just that sort of community. Like you went there and it was like, yo, this is like a thing. And it was, it was so liquor because you're like there with your brasser. Also because I didn't play sports. I don't know about you guys. I didn't play sports as a as a as a child. So my Saturday mornings were like now I'm gonna play cards. I'm gonna this, be fine here. This, this is this is my extramural activity. Yeah. So like the funny thing is no, like when you guys that age the pokemon cards were like the thing but i when i started like being able to pay attention being old enough to like be able to pay attention to like these things like collecting and stuff it was Yu-Gi-Oh! and for oh. so for a long time i didn't know of anybody who had collected pokemon cards or cared about pokemon cards because nobody was like yeah, playing yeah. like nobody was playing pokemon so and nobody that i knew was could afford to buy the pokemon cards and get the stuff because everybody was like fake Yu-Gi-Oh cards and <laughs> yeah, I feel like fake you Yu-Gi-Oh cards was big on the streets though like yeah. it, yeah, was it was a big big yeah Gatesville bro <laughs> but Gatesville. but you, you're probably talking about the time where Pokemon cards did like Pokemon in, as a whole but Pokemon cards obviously because that was the most like mm. widely uh, worldwide thing you can get get your hands on that's when it kind of went through a bit of a lull yeah so yeah. I think that was like when it was in the lull that was when I started like real so that's why I didn't know people ever collected Pokemon, like or like as into Pokemon cards. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. for me I always thought it was just I always knew about magic and stuff like that. Because you would always see that at Wizards. Yeah. But it also it's like you don't even know anybody who's playing it. So what's the point of buying a deck you know what I mean? The the uh, magic stuff always felt like like the two adult. Yeah like two adults like high grade. level yeah. and I was just like yo this seems so intimidating. Because I think I was like grade one or like two or something when Yu-Gi-Oh was on TV. Yeah. So and, and you guys on TV also for a while. Yeah. So it was like that was also pushing yeah. the card game like locally. Yeah. yeah, so like I I got a Yu-Gi-Oh deck. I didn't get like any I never had Pokemon cards. I got Yu-Gi-Oh stuff. That's so wild. Brad, you said like the 
the Pokemon card game went through a lull. This is obviously because, I mean, it went through a lull everywhere. uh, And I also kind of, my theory is that it's because we were almost the first generation to have Pokemon, Mm. right? Then we grew up and it wasn't cool anymore. Mm-hmm. to be collecting well, for a lot of people. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? It wasn't yeah. cool. We all were like, I'll say 16, like let's say 15, 16. Yeah. We and became then, edgy teenagers. And then I think that's when almost the whole world who kind of started with Pokemon at our age, give or take, was going through the same thing. So yeah, that's yeah. when I think Pokemon went through a bit of a dip. But funnily enough, those cards, if you if you did get packs of those back in the day and you kept those packs sealed, those are worth a lot these days. Jeez. Just from 10, 12, 15 years ago. Really? So, yeah. So, but we were also assholes because, like, it, because everybody at like Stadium when used to play cards and stuff. The so then Tovik used to actually Tovik was the asshole. And if you're watching this, you are the assholes. He, uh, I still love you. You would go, guys. I'm looking for a Diglett. I have a Charizard to trade. Uh, 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 a holographic Charizard, guys. I need a Diglett. Where's a Diglett? And you just see children lose their shit. They would throw their cards down looking for a Diglett, and then one of us would run in. Oh, I got a Diglett. And then children just started crying, <laughs> like Come losing on. their minds, like going, oh, but I wanted the thing. Oh, I got another one. Then, yeah, we, yeah, we would just take children for the assholes. So for me, it was also like how well organized like the events were because like we had these books and then you get it stamped and then you get the badges and you get promo cards. And that was just like... You get like 10 stamps and then you get the badge. Ones. Yeah, it's that badge. Those are some right. of the badges. Yeah, those were the like original ones. But, but you know... That's still happening, yeah. Really, like, th- with the the tournaments in South Africa, like you you get promo cards now. You get. I was talking to a guy at the Battle Bunker in uh, Tiger Valley last week, uh, the guy who owns it, and he he was t- telling me about the tournaments they run. He showed me he c- he couldn't give me any, but he showed me all the promo cards they have that they give out. Pokemon sends it to him, and What's a lot that? of other card game stores in in Cape Town in South Africa and worldwide. Um, I've got a few promo cards from him from when I attended tournaments or like little free play days and stuff like that. It's still happening. I don't think you get the physical badges anymore. I think it's more like little stickers almost to put in a book or something. I know, but you still get the promo cards. You still get promo booster packs. It's it's still going. It's it's and that talks about the longevity of it. It's it's still going strong, man. You if you compete, you get like you get like points, and then you like level up, and then if you win enough, you can like go to like. Yeah, you can go to like the world yeah. tournament in uh, last year. Well, this year it was in London. Yeah. Um, I, th- I think, you know, uh, like Bubbles. Yeah, yeah. I think he, like one of the, the guys I know that also like does a lot of Pokemon stuff. Like he, I think he was eligible to go, but he couldn't because like he had a kid uh, recently. You, so Didn't you go overseas for to play uh, cards? Yeah, I went for Yu-Gi-Oh. I was about to say like um, Pokemon, like the, the organization, like, like that led to like Yu-Gi-Oh! Like you were saying how Yu-Gi-Oh! was big when you were growing up. And it was like, there was like more prize support, bigger prizes coming in. And we started having like regional tournaments and that and pushing for like Europe. And and like people got like more involved. Mm. And like Pokemon laid the groundwork for that as like a trading card game. But it was also like collecting cards as well. Like Brad, you were a big collector of cards. Like, still, yeah, still. And I mean, you see it every day on Facebook Marketplace where people are trying to scam you. It's it's wild. Like it's it's either scams or it's people just not knowing the value of a card and thinking because it's a Pikachu from nineteen ninety nine that it's gotta be worth like two thousand Rand or something like that. Whereas it's it's only worth twenty Rand now, like still. Shame. And I, but I, I, I distinctly still remember talking about it like 
1999 when these cards came out, I distinctly remember talking to my cousin and going like, I'm going to keep this Pikachu card because one day it's going to be worth a lot of money because Pikachu is the mascot. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 25 years later, it's worth 20 rand. <laughs> you know funny. what I mean? Like, no. <laughs> I also feel like Pikachu is one of the most, could be of the most recognizable brands across the world. If you, you could compare it, you could put him next to Mario. Easily. Oh, um, next to Hello yeah. Kitty, next to, like, it's, it's something. But then also from, I'll say the card game, in the same time that the card game TV series was popping, we got the movie. Oh, yes. And then the movie was also a banger, firstly, because it gave us promo codes. Um, oh, yeah, 100%. Which have, yo, I remember. Look at Brad, bring out the VHS. I've got the promo code from this. I didn't get it with this exact one. I bought this this VHS nice. two, three years ago, maybe. But I've got this promo card, yeah. Just, I didn't get didn't, it in didn't the Shout out to the view. guy at the flea market who wanted to charge me 100 rand for Pokemon 2000 <laughs> uh, VHS. Yeah. I also, I think the, um, yeah, I think that that movie was also done well where you got to see, because it felt like a game, like you got to see all the Pokemon that you lived with in terms of cards and stuff in like a other space. And you just like, you. It felt like you're what you were playing Pokemon because you go, oh, there's that Pokemon, oh, there's that one. Oh, you look in the back there, you see it's like small Easter eggs there throughout the whole. Thing. And it gave us Mewtwo, uh, Mew for the first time. That's sorry, we always had Mew as 150, and then Mewtwo. Sorry, no, vice versa. We had Mewtwo, and then we, the movie introduced us to Mew yeah, as yeah. Pokemon number 151. As a concept, how mad is that though? Like to put the second one first like and yeah. then be like yeah it was like the original a, it was one the OG and it's lost to me that was like wild because it's like they actually had like secret Pokemon like Mew was one of those hidden Pokemon that you could only yeah. get at like specific events and it was like there was a way to to get Mew in the original games and it wasn't under the lottery okay there's like a massive bug that you have to use like you have to go to a certain patch of grass then use cut then fly and then it's like you basically like trick the system i never trusted it also because it always felt like the thing you're gonna get is not the actual thing so here's the thing it like requires you to switch off the game boy also at like a specific point i'm like no this is this is too much admin (laughs) this is too much for me then um also how do you figure this out like random yeah i also think i went to watch the movie like twice or thrice I think it was of the, in the top I wanted to watch a, easily a movie in the in the cinema. Also, did you watch it? In- I watched I, I watched it in the the cinema. Yeah, I remember watching it. Do you know what is also cool about the movies is like when it had that like little mini movie beforehand. Yes, oh, yes. Uh, and also it was, was was that I'm, with the with the Don fan? It might have been, but like wasn't that for this for the second one? I think the, the, I think yeah, the first movie was with Togepi when it like oh, I think yes. the first movie also introduced no it didn't yes. introduce Togepi or yes, did it in that true. initial little um, small movie but we never knew what it was or who, and there's the Don fan as well yeah. Togepi is there yeah because yeah we started getting Generation Two Pokemon yeah I think that's when they started and uh, we were like what? what is this like what is this now because mm. like Generation Two like launched or so around that time but also while I think the when the movie was at its height that was when Pokemon. Got wild on the streets. <laughs> it was when the conspiracy started coming out and when people just started saying stupid shit about all the stuff. Oh, Pokemon is satanic. Yeah, there was a big one that was a terrible on this. I just want to know who in the time before the internet, what was, how did people get these stories viral? I, I don't know. Um, I know that there was one that was like, that came out of Japan itself that was like, 
the Lavender Town tune was making kids like depressed and suicidal. Okay, but now where did you hear this? I think no, it's the aunties like in church, like talking to each other about like <laughs> how evil Pokemon is and what. So that's the thing. It's, it's documented like that. It was like a thing that was in newspapers and things like that, and people were speaking about. So that's the other thing, right? Because we all hear the story of a story. Where did it start? Where did it start? No one knows where it started. It was the people who made Digimon. (laughs) (laughs) Digimon actually was more wild and Satanist than uh, Pokemon. Digimon was was crazy. Also, Digimon would evolve from a dinosaur into like a a transformer. (laughs) (laughs) Into like a naked lady. Yeah. What's going on? Digimon was inconsistent. They were like, okay, we can't take a logical consistent evolution. We'll do this. And you're like, what is... I, I also hated Digimon because it was on KTV. And I was like, that's not for me. So, fuck it. So, I did it. The thing with Digimon, the other thing, the problem I had with it is that it always just felt like they, they could just make up new monsters. Like, you mm. it, you could just imagine the thing and then you go, that's a damn monster and, now. And there was no register. Like, it wasn't a proper Pokédex for all the stuff yeah. that they had. Yeah, like, Digimon. why... And why did that thing now have a machine gun on its <laughs> Like, yeah, there's no, just, like... You can't... At least with like Pokemon, you could like see like, okay, so this thing is a dog. It's becoming a bigger dog. Yeah. <laughs> that thing is, is a tiny T-Rex. <laughs> now it's a thing that's covered in metal. How did it become? Where did like, the, where's yeah, the link? It was, it was like, here is a dinosaur. Now it's an angel. Now you're like, I, I don't see. Yeah. I never trusted it. No. Where, where, where does this come from? What was the other wilds of conspiracies of... Um, there was actually one incident that, that did happen. There was an episode of Pokemon that was pulled because of epilepsy. Yeah. yeah. The, po- um, the Polygon one. Were, yeah, it was yeah. a Polygon episode. And Have I you watched it? it? It's insane. Like, I don't know yeah, how... It's trippy. I don't know how... Really? They yeah, ever, I don't know how it ever was released because like... You, I think, I don't know if it's on Netflix. I must go find it. But like, it, I've watched it before and it's literally like you get narrow because it's just like flashing it, the whole It's like a whole fever time. dream, but like, yeah. It's, it's like into the void, like just like a bit like different. Like, yeah, it's... Yeah, same like, I know what I'm doing this weekend. <laughs> but, the void. but that, I think that probably was like, people were like, oh, you see, no? and then they start broken telephoning and then... It just turns into a whole different. If you rearrange it, it doesn't Pikachu, it makes devil. <laughs> That's the other thing. People are stupid. What were you saying about the. Um, there was that story that went with the Tazos where the, the children were playing with the Tazos. And then, like, somehow uh, they found a girl where her head was in the middle of the Tazos. She was dead. And then she did it. <laughs> mommy told her not to play with the Tazos. And then there was a circle uh-huh. of Tazos and she was in the middle. <laughs> Somebody, please, if you, if you hear do this, you know please this comment and tell us that you also know this. Because do I you don't want to be the, the only brother. <laughs> I was going to say, yo, she must have a lot of Tazos. I don't want to be the only brother that, that knows the story because then I don't know what that means. Send us like your wildest Pokemon conspiracy that you heard as a child. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of stuff. It's also with the cards, with the holographic stuff. They were like, yeah, that's how they get you in. And then you mustn't look at the the, the shiny cards during the walk when you hear that, that and you must look away. <laughs> uh, and every time they look at something, you go, oh no, this is devil's work. You see this thing as devil's work. And then Tezos came on board. Yo, Tezos. Shout out to Simba and whoever was in charge of marketing there because Yo. you got our money. They took all of that money because I, yeah. yeah, like you were saying, you wouldn't buy for the chips. You'd buy for the Tazos. For the Tazos. I remember having stacks of the fucking Tazos. Used to collect those. Yeah. Thing. I think they also had like a, like you could buy like a 
like a binder to put the things. Yeah, there's but the, no one, no one got that really. There's I, the, the, I never the knew booklets, what yeah. Brad yeah. Added. It's in Brisbane. <laughs> <laughs> I wish it was. I really do. But people are selling them now for too much money, in my opinion. Like it's the, always the even the empty thing. books, like people are selling them for like seven hundred to a thousand rand per book. Yeah, it's not really um, worth that much. It's really not. No, it's it's literal cardboard. But it was really cool, like a cool way to display them and you could like slot the Tazos in there and then have the book open on your shelf with all the Tazos yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah, um, But yeah, I mean, Tazos are, I mean, we've got probably about a hundred year on the table. Get that. Some ASMR. But this is like a, a the second evolution, the second um, generation ones are like thin. I don't like these. I like the... The first generation was the thick ones. I think those were the ones that you could peel. You had to peel off the sticker on oh, top. Oh, yeah. Because budget, I, I remember there was one. Got, got but that's such that's a waste, no? Yeah. To be like, yo, peel away this one thing. You're I never know. going to see this again. They're doing and, that with cards now as well. And yeah. this is the holographic one. Yeah. Um, I don't know if the video can really pick that up. But anyway, it was all three evolutions in one, which is dope. You know, like, it's so wild because, like, you'd think Pokemon would die after, like, all of this. And then, like, it just kept going. So we got, like, a bunch of games. And it's not just, like, the mainline series. There was, like, Pokemon Snap. There was... Which we have on the, on the Switch. Switch. And it's fun. Yeah. Yo, like, because wow. uh, the thing is, I used to buy a lot of the um, the Nintendo gaming magazines just because it was cheap. They bought Paperweight. I don't know if you guys... Shout out to Paperweight. Gang, gang. Shout out to Paperweight. <laughs> so OG. then I used to just buy, like, a random... Uh, uh, game books I'll say so I always used to get the Nintendo ones and I always used to be so like list for the Pokemon games that they used to have and then Snap we used to come out and I was just like one day I'm gonna have Snap one day I'm gonna have Snap then we got the Switch and then I had Snap and it is as fun as it it's looks really, also yo, it's, it's a lot of fun it's Pokemon Snap one. is like really good it's also harmless like you the you can redo the missions like you never lose you just it's just it's it's such a like Hey, you know what's time concept? Because it's like, it's a photography game. Like, so, who, do, who uh, thought about that? Yeah. Do you know, it's genius. Uh, for, the, for the Nintendo 64 version, um, I, I highly doubt we had it. Oh, we didn't have really have Nintendo 64s here. But overseas mm-hmm. where you, you would play the game and you could save your photos to like a specific kind of memory card. And then you could go to stores and they had a printing uh, oh, booth for your Pokemon Snap photos. Oh, shit. You plug your little memory card in there, whatever you pay your money to the person at the till and they give you like a token. You put it in the snap machine and it'll print your photos for you. If you look in the background of like quite a few like pokey tubers, they've found those old uh, photo booths like in storage somewhere or something. And they bought it for like tens of thousands of dollars or something. Um, and it's still, some of them still work. Like, that's, But also that's how advanced the Pokemon and Nintendo company was. Mm. And they were like, they were pushing that much. Yeah. Like wherever we can make money or make a thing out of it, they got it out of there. You could also print like, you could print like the entries from the Pokédex also, no? Yeah, like, if you got if you printer. had the printer for your game for your Game Boy, whatever. Oh, or your, you, you could print Boy? out like your when you beat the Elite Four, then it's like you can print this thing out and then the certificate. Yeah, because yeah. remember they had the, the Game Boy camera. Yeah, and then they had the printer with it. The printers are so worth a fortune if you can find it apparently. It's expensive. Yeah, but the paper must also be expensive. Yeah, it's it's no, it's, actually, it's actually like. It's like a receipt paper. Oh, so you can oh. buy you can buy the the not the original one, but you can buy one that is the same. But so the printer itself, the printer, it, the printer yeah. is, is Cause it's, expensive to it's come like back. It uses the heat. Oh, it's yeah, not yeah, like yeah, a real printer. Ones. So no ink. It just like basically burns it into it. But I think also that's part of the success of Pokemon is that they worked with Nintendo. 
Yeah. Like they were always opposite. Like they knew. Yeah. They like they planned everything that came out. Because yeah. then, did you play Pokemon Stadium by the way? No. Because that was another big one, but that was wild. Because like you didn't necessarily use your Pokemon. Like there'd be like pre-selected Pokemon you use, yeah. but you could also like upload your team from. I know you could do it from like the Game Boy to to the N64, and then like use your Pokemon in the game. They were doing. They were doing. They also knew that all we wanted to do was own Pokemon. So in any space, like the whole thing, because then that was, I think, the phase out. Like we almost like ended with that, and like we left. I'll say Pokemon mm. for like a good. Like the merch was still around. We we still loved and seeing. Um, I'll say Pikachu and the the. Um, it was there. Yeah, the the memorabilia. Then, what's it? What was the year of Pokemon Go? 2017. Yeah, seven, 16, 17, I think. Yeah, somewhere yeah, around that's there. That's when Pokemon Go fever hit. Yeah. That, yo, that dropped like a bomb. And I feel like that just took everybody to a safe space and everybody was like, yo, I'm back. Everybody I'm was so play. nice. Like, yeah. I feel like everybody was just nice. It was time. the nicest time in the whole world. Everybody was active. <laughs> you, you just made random brasso on the street because it's like, oh, I'm just like at this gym or like. I'm catching this and you like just strike up a conversation. And you existed in the real world with your own Pokemon. Like it was like in your street, you could catch Pokemon. It's what we all dreamed about our whole life. And they gave, I feel yes. like they nailed it and they gave it to us perfectly as it was. Nah, also, it was- um, I just want to brag, but after, during uh, the pandemic, my, uh, the I, there's a place, I have a gym basically by my house now. So like that was the best because I could just spin it whole day oh shit i could leave my pokemon there and then i would tell fc come knock my pokemon out you lamb there for but knock you out we just because we were on different teams oh. so we could just keep making coins and stuff the whole time so yeah. you were just you basically had your own i played pokemon from my room like <laughs> during covid time like i could just lamb. Pro, pro exploited the system <laughs> it was the best that yeah it makes so much sense of why we're leveling up so unnecessary also but also it was great because you could just see someone on the phone and you go Pokemon Go. There's, that's the, and it's a person you could speak to. Everybody that had Pokemon Go on their phone was like opening, open to speaking about it and to the the system of, of trading Pokemon and to go, oh, no, we're going to this one. There's a raid happening over there. Go as a group. I remember like the that summer, like the Seapoint Promenade was lit. Like yeah. everybody was just there for There'd good times. Events, yeah, like proper. And it, it's just, I feel like they... Maybe we should go to that space again where we everybody's need, out and doing things. And everybody need, was buying power banks because so your phone <laughs> was burning. Boring. Your phone was on fire in your pocket. So here's the thing. Like Pokemon Go also like broke the world records. It was like uh, game was awarded five Guinness World Records in August 2016. Most revenue grossed by a mobile game in its first month. $206.5 million Jeez. in a month. Most downloaded Crazy mobile money. game in its first month with 130 million downloads. Uh, most international charts topped simultaneously for a mobile game in its first month. Most international charts topped simultaneously for um, a mobile game in its first month. And the fastest time to gross $100 million by mobile game. Reach, twi- uh, reach in 20 days by July 26th by September it was downloaded over 500 million times worldwide that Pokemon, is Pokemon they know how to do their things that's the other thing like mm-hmm. they 
But if they had for any of the stuff, it was super effective. Do you know yeah. what was what I think was like the biggest thing also from Co is like it introduced people who weren't necessarily playing the mainline games into Pokemon. It's like yeah. just pushed their brand so much more. Yeah. Mm. Speaking on that, I just want to ask: Has Pokemon have they ever released like something that bombed? I think they've had like you get things like Mystery Dungeon and Pokemon Ranger, which haven't done like mm. as well. But it no really bombs, doesn't. like no like fails, like heavy stuff. Like, I, I can't think of because I'm trying to think like is there like I can't a failed Pokemon thing, and I, I don't I can't think of it personally. It's, it's probably some like really either obscure merchandise. I can or, think of one thing. What so. In about two thousand and two, three, they released. I'll, I'll, um, I can put up a. I'll, I'll film it later and put it up on a video clip. Um, they released different styles of Pokemon cards. So you know, we used to the yellow border with the yes. whatever, whatever. Now they they released a thicker yellow border with a like a barcode on the side of it. Oh, yeah. I remember that, that. And then you had to buy a reader for your Game Boy Advance or Game Boy Color yeah, at the time or whatever, yeah, yeah. and then you could scan that. You could almost swipe the barcode and then that Pokemon would be in the Game Boy, Ooh. which is a cool idea in theory, but I just don't think it took off. So those, uh, it was called e, the E-Series. The E-Reader, uh, yeah. And then there was the E-Reader you got. So the E-Series of Pokemon only lasted maybe like, maybe five or six releases of of sets, and then which they kind of did lot. away with it. So yeah. in re, it bombed relative to... The success it had before and after, yeah, yeah. But it's still, I love the cards. I mean, I think they're the best looking cards yeah. uh, that Pokemon have made. Especially Do you have the a lot of, of them. I've got a lot of them, yeah. But also, they've made a lot of paraphernalia, like yeah. having paraphernalia, because they also have the Pokeball that they have for the Switch. Also, they also had the watch that you could for, uh, Pokemon Go. Pokey, what's uh, the Pokey Walker? The DS, the DS had the Walker, so you could, which was wild. So you could actually like upload a Pokemon into the Walker and take it around to walk with you, and it. Improves happiness and level. And like a Tamagotchi. Pokemon Tamagotchi, yes, yeah. It's insane. So Could you can like literally train that Pokemon while you're like doing other random stuff, which is way ahead of its time. I mean, like nowadays yeah. you get an app for it. Yeah. And this came out in like, what, 2009, 2000. Could you hatch like eggs with it also? I can't remember if you can do eggs. I think you could hatch eggs and that were with it, but it's a great way to like, just keep playing the game without actually like playing the game. And it's that kind of innovation that I think always keep the game alive. Like they always just tried new things and if it worked, it worked well. So this episode is, I'll say it's so long. It's, it's going to be a two parter. So this is the end of part one. Um, thanks for watching. Um, click. The, the, do the things you that know, subscribe, you subscribe like go uh, to our TikTok go to our Instagram go find us everywhere we'll see you in part 2 now send me your Pokemon cards etc